The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome in, everybody. It's All Pro Lines, the podcast. I'm your host, Kostaki Economopoulos. And this is a very special episode because it is the return of Aaron Hodges will be here to talk to us, co-founder of Quick Snaps, the podcast that became All Pro Lines, the podcast. A uh, great friend of mine, great friend of the podcast, the very backbone of the podcast. Uh, he's going to be here as our guest today. So it'll be nice to talk to Aaron, catch up with him a little bit. Sorry, I've been uh, running around doing some posting and organizing and schlepping and writing. And it's it, uh, Mondays are busy for a football joke writing boy like me. Uh, it's a great weekend in the NFL. Uh, a couple of quick words off the top about the uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Here, you know, let's show you this. I'll put this on the look at this. For those of you who are watching, if you're, if you, if you, I'm holding up a ticket to the national championship game, a college football last year. It uh, was a gift from uh, my friend Jeff, who weaseled it, and uh, the big picture gift was from the Bob and Tom show. They paid for me to go to that, and it stands as my greatest sporting event of my life by far. Uh, I was hammered with Jeff and Mike and. Uh, and uh and meg and it was awesome and every touchdown they scored they won by like some crazy seven touchdowns and every touchdown they scored i cheered just as much as the touchdown prior anyway i bring all that up because uh georgia has been left out of the national championship picture this year and if it's the end of the run it was awesome i they're a machine that's built for further success from here you know but you never know how these things go and the last three years have just been a pleasure for Georgia football nerd like myself. Uh, so thank you, Bulldogs. Kudos to everything you've been doing. Kirby Smart and the whole uh, bunch of characters over there. It's been really awesome. Uh, Georgia is set to play Florida State in the Pound Sand Bowl. So that'll be nice. Uh, <laughs> good luck to good luck to those two. We wish things were better teams. So, so it goes. You know what they should do next year is have some more teams in the college football playoff. I think that would be. That might be a good idea. I should pitch that to somebody. I think that would be better. Uh, so, so it is. the uh, The Falcons, the Falcons are not mathematically eliminated. In fact, they are. They have reached mediocrity. Everybody, they are six and six in first place in the division. So maybe we should uh, play play the music that the we do. Two minute drill. <laughs>
Falcons coach Arthur Smith said Kyle Pitts is a big part of this offense. That makes me think of Princess Bride. You know, big. You keep saying that word. It did not think that word means what you think it means. Ladies, if Arthur tells you he's got a big surprise for you in his pants, just know that it's along the lines of two targets for 22 yards. That's uh, it's a big part of the offense. We had a weather delay at Pittsburgh and a points delay in New England. <laughs> I, I think the Patriots have a better chance controlling the weather than the scoreboard. Chargers beat the Patriots 6 nothing. If you watched that game, you got what you deserved. <laughs> what the hell? It's false advertising to claim that anything about that game was charged. It's not char- Forcing people to watch that might be unconstitutional. That is cruel and unusual punishment. Turns out Bill Belichick is a vampire that you can kill uh, with two field goals. That's all, that's all it takes. Tom Brady sent a sympathy bouquet of avocados. <laughs> Patriots made NFL history. We're going to discuss this. You know what? We'll save that for the quiz time portion of the show. There's a teaser. That's what they call it's show business, a teaser. I see Aaron Hodges is in the lobby here. We can bring him in just a sec. I think the Patriots uh, were waiting to shoot until they saw the whites of their eyes. They must not have seen him. Must not have. Listen, this is a little indulgent, but this is fun. Listen to the Patriots' 10 possessions in this game. Punt, fumble, punt, 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 uh, downs, downs. <laughs> Turnover on downs twice at the end after punt, fumble, punt, 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 punt. Oh, so great to see them struggling. Uh, the Cowboys Seahawks game, there were no punts, or as the Patriots call that, fantasy football. Patriots haven't looked this bad since January 6th. Am I right, everybody? Hey, that's not a political joke because even if you're on that team, they still did. It didn't look good. That's all I'm saying. Dolphins did a roller coaster celebration after Tyreek Hill's touchdown. Uh, like Tyreek is tall enough to ride a roller coaster. Patriots should do a free fall celebration. Remember that ride with the you just fall just into the abyss? That was a fun ride. Joe Flacco looked good to look good for the Browns on uh on Sunday. I wonder if the Jets have ever heard of that guy. You think maybe the Jets need a quarter? Maybe they would no. Flacco was a longtime Raven, so a Browns jersey. Kind of a throwback for him. It's a throwback to the Ravens because they were. Flacco's the 37th quarterback to start for the Browns since 1999. Wow. That is an astounding stat. Uh, Colts had two block punts in one game, but they can't block Jim Mercer's mouth. That is a, what a shame. That would be a block cunt. Huh? What if it's. Can you say that word? I don't know. They should send their special teams in when uh, Ursa has a presser. When the Colts block a punt, is Pat McAfee happy or sad? We should get Pat on the horn on this one. Because he, he's a Colts fan, but he's a punt. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what he, I don't know. He, must, he had a lot. He had a lot to think about when the Colts block a punt. Deshaun Watson's questionable. He's definitely not playing. He's just questionable. And I want to remind everybody. Browns wide out Michael Woods, who has missed the season because of an injury, has been suspended for the rest of the year for violating the personal conduct policy. You got to hand it to him. He hasn't even played a game this year, and he's on the same page with his quarterback. I got <laughs> All right, here's, we stumbled on this on one of the prior episodes, so 
Uh, this is a movie idea elevator pitch. All right. It's Ocean's Eleven meets Home Alone. It's like a fun, like, buddy comedy where they're on a mission. Two frustrated Browns fans stumble onto the uh, Deshaun Watson contract. It's fully guaranteed for as long as he's alive. And they realize they have to off him to save the franchise. It's called Killing Deshaun. Oh, this would be, could be like a holiday favorite. People, people would love that. Uh, Nathaniel Dell broke his fibula. He goes by tank. He has been downgraded to Jeep. Word is Roger Gazelle. Let's close on this one. Word is Roger Gazelle. Roger Goodell. Let's, let's take three. Third time's a charm. Word is Roger Goodell wants to ban the tush push. I get it. Tush pushing was only allowed in my marriage the first couple of years too. So that, that makes sense. It makes sense. Let's do a couple uh, quick announcements. You guys know the drill here. Uh, oh, uh, Patreon. In the old days, the patronage system was uh, the, the folks who had some means would support the artistic things happening around them. The, the king would have an artist like live on the edge of the property and do his crazy thing over there and send him food and support him. You know, the modern version which is uh, Patreon. Patreon took the word from the old version because that's exactly what they were trying to. The modern version is you just put like a little, like a dollar or $5 or 20 bucks a month on a thing for a thing that you like. You support the arts and the crafts and the whatever the things that you like are with your dollars. You vote with your dollars. That's capitalism. So we encourage you to go to patreon.com and type in uh, all pro lines and uh, check it out. we got a couple perks, get a thing and you feel like you're supporting a thing that you, I'm the worst salesman in the world, but uh, we enjoy doing this podcast and we appreciate appreciate your support, guys. Also, give us a five-star review on whatever your listening platform is. We once, uh, once Aaron and I got a review from a guy who loved the show, gave us one star because he thought that was the best. <laughs> we want five stars. That's five's better than one in, in the way that they do the thing. <laughs> Today's Monday. If you happen to hear this before tomorrow night, uh, December 5th, I believe, if I have that right. No, I'm going to look and make sure I got the date right. Super fast here. Yeah, just Tuesday, December 5th, I'm at the Hollywood Improv. It's on Melrose. If you're in L.A., come see me. Uh, it's an all-sports show. They asked me to come do it, do a bunch of football jokes. It'll be fun. I've never, I've never done an all-sports show. Seems weird, but somehow I've never done that. And then this weekend, I'll be in Fargo and Sioux Falls. I'm doing the Atlanta Punchline Christmas week. And then in January, I am doing Erie and Ashtabula, Ohio. Blah, 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 blah. We came here to talk to Aaron Hodges. You know him. You love him. He's the co-founder of this whole damn thing. He's also the founder and CEO of You Lucky Dog Productions, company that puts out my comedy albums and many, many, many other great comedy albums. Ladies and gentlemen, you know him, you love him, Aaron Hodges. Wow. Hey, buddy. What's up, man? This is weird. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. How I are know. you? Good to, good. good to hear from you, man. I mean, I, I was enjoying your jokes, um, especially when you kind of put a hit out on Deshaun Watson <laughs> with that movie pitch. That was interesting. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, you, it's a fully guaranteed contract, but maybe there's a loophole. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, everything's got a loophole, right? Maybe there's a way out. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, friend? It's been too long. 
Uh, yeah, I know. Long, long time. Um, I'm good. Soccer is my life now. So that, that's what I want to hear about. Tell us some people who about. listen to this, love you. Or, or, what's going on? Tell us about soccer. Tell us what's happening with you. I know a little bit just because I talked to you off air briefly a couple weeks ago, but well, I guess it's I don't probably know much. About, I guess it was probably about the time when I stopped being the co-host of this thing when uh, my brother asked me to help coach his son's teams and uh that's what i started doing and now it seems to be my calling in life i don't know i really love it so i coached three teams that just this past season and it was absolute chaos but that's like that's <laughs> what i wake up thinking about and that's what i go to sleep thinking about these kids are all encompassing it's wild <laughs> how old are these kids uh they're Nine, ten, and eleven. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That was my favorite yeah. age group when I was a camp counselor because they were young enough that they would just like chase you over the hills and giggle and laugh, yeah. and they weren't old enough to be jaded or think it, something wasn't cool. You know, they were just like earnest and playful, and you know, they were easy to kind of coach at things. That's what I. That's what I. Yeah. Remember. As somebody, I was having a conversation with my brother uh, the other day about like how you earn these these kids' respect, and it was like all you have to do is just punt the ball really high, and they go, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Yeah, they're not. That's exactly what's beautiful about that age group. They're not jaded. They actually are impressed by things that people who are bigger than them can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great, man. Cool. So, all right. I'm trying to remember. It's been, I mean, I, I played soccer in that era, but it's been a minute. So are you in the, are they advanced enough to get that sometimes to go forward, you pass the ball backwards? Are we there yet on this age group? Some of the teams <laughs> that they played are that advanced. And they, I feel like, I just want to. I kind of just want to talk about the one team that I'm the head coach for. I'll talk about them. That they're the, right. uh, the U10. Um, they're gonna be. I hope next season they're gonna be that advanced. But they pretty much just know like kick the ball, go forward, and they have so much work to do on learning how to be good teammates and. <laughs> Even the concept of that they're on a team and that they're not just out there by themselves, you know what I mean? So right. it's a, they need a lot of work on individual skills, and hopefully the team concepts will come soon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny when 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 kids are when they're little little kids, like way earlier than this. People who don't know soccer, I mean, you can imagine that this is true, but if you've never seen it, it's it's it might surprise you. It's basically just a swarm of bees following oh, a yeah. ball around the field, yeah. which is kind of, of course, that's what it is. <laughs> and one kid will sit down and play with the grass, like off on his own. Yeah, that's what I'm curious, because I know that phase and I know like high school soccer can be pretty impressive. Some of those kids are really good. Um, and so there's, there's a lot in between. I just don't know where they are at nine. You know, it's, it's an interesting phase. It is. Yeah. I mean, you can see the difference in some of the other teams that are like a little bit more advanced. So they're able to like keep their positions on the field and, and, and spread the field out a little bit and have that discipline. Right. <clears throat> so it's like, 
I want to point that out when that happens to us, like why that happened, right? Like, uh, so, oh, because he, that guy was patient on the other side of the field and the ball found him. And look at that. There was no one around him. He just dribbled right to the goal, you know? So, now nah, I'm enjoying those type of moments, those those teachable moments, because there's plenty of frustrations that come with it. Lots of, uh, like, like you're mentioning, I, I, I was going to say, like, we got kids that, like, don't want to be there necessarily, you know? So when we're doing stuff in practice, there's a kid that if he doesn't like it, and he doesn't do this all the time, but he'll just be like, I don't want to do it. And then he'll try to run away into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had to kind of drag a five-year-old into uh, kindergarten this morning, so I can relate to that situation. Yeah, yeah, it's probably pretty similar, yeah. <laughs> so. I don't want to do it. So he just runs away, dude. It's it's crazy. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's like it's wild how much soccer is my life now. Cause like I took a like a 15 year gap of not really playing or coaching or doing anything. And now I'm playing and coaching. The Sundays are like I have four games on Sundays. So I don't watch a lot of football anymore. That's hilarious. So you're playing in a game and then you're coaching three different games? Yeah, I play my old man over 40 team. And uh, so those games are usually early. Uh, and then, you know, there's there's some days where I coach three games after that, too. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Wait, tell me about over 40. So I mean, those <laughs> some of the guys that are between 40 and 50 are better. Really fucking good. Right. Are they a bunch of like European dudes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Soccer? Yeah. <laughs> It's also funny how, um, like, what's the right word? But uh, I guess like, it's not segregated. But there's certain teams where they don't. We don't even say, "Oh, we're playing uh, Old Bridge." We'll like, oh, we're playing the Polish team. You know, oh, oh we're right. playing the the. Uh, wait, I guess we play like a Polish team. We play like a Greek team and like <laughs> Russians, and it's just like it's wild, dude. It's wild. Oh, that's cool. I love that. I never thought of that, but of course they all play together. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> So like they're speaking all kinds of languages and yeah, there's, there's some teams that have players that are really, really good. Uh, and my team is just like middle of the pack, you know, we're the okay. best media, we're the best mediocre team. All right. That's something right. that's way better than I played a little bit of adult soccer. Like probably the last time I did it was in an organized way. It was like at the college level, like grad students kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And grad students at an American university, those are some good fucking soccer players because most of them are from somewhere else. <laughs> right. And they, I mean, at the time we thought we were old because we were whatever, mid twenties, you know, mm -hmm. early, early to mid twenties. <clears throat> Your dreams man. of going pro were over. Yeah. 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 Some of those yeah. guys were good. Like I can imagine like Andreas would play in an over 40. He's a fucking great soccer player. Right. I mean, he, he was, was real good. Right. Athlete. Yeah, he he went to school for free and was running around kicking the ball for years. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you, for, you forget, like, people have soccer in their blood. They don't want to stop playing just because they've grown up. So what if you're 60 and plus? Is there a different group or it's just at 40 and more anything else? There's, there is an over 50, but I think it stops there. Okay. That's yeah. the last cutoff. <laughs> yeah. We have guys on a team that are pushing 60, and I'm like, I can't believe they're still playing uh, at that age. Like, I can't imagine playing at that age. 
and it's just like they're holding on to it's sort of they're holding on to playing over 40 like i don't want to talk too much smack about them but like <laughs> it's time to go up to over 50 you know what i mean <laughs> you're talking about the pollocks that's what you're that's what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> that's great i love that there's it's so funny because you're playing you've under 10 and then you've got over four like these you got to categorize humans in a way to keep it i know yeah yeah it's, it's a funny construct mm -hmm. well uh as you may or may not remember we live stream this on facebook live yeah a little cabal of characters who love to follow us there and they are very excited to see aaron hodge's face it's cool oh right nice, chambers yeah. aaron's back awesome uh ron milford's in here and jerry oliver and, uh brad venuti's like aaron can't <laughs> listen but i'll listen later uh nice. yeah there's a bunch of people excited to see you marge economopolis hey aaron we missed you oh hey marge <laughs> andrea todd aaron um i recognize all these names i miss you guys yeah that's awesome right right all right it's nice to have you back buddy so when you uh, are there things that you do in your life where you're like ah normally I mean the old in the old days I would take this on uh, the podcast and talk about this. Do you ever have those moments where you, <laughs> you, see, you see a the, football highlight? You're like oh I'm stuck and I could knock this around for a while. Uh, those moments are fleeting. Um, <laughs> even like like being on this podcast right now, like you, I was trying to think about it. I think a good comparison is probably like. Do you remember when you started feeling like you were too old to be at a bar or a club? You start looking around and you're like, these are babies. I don't think I belong here. Yes. Because <laughs> so I'm like, I'm that out of my element. I have yeah. that about once a month still. Some comic have, will drag yeah. me to a place after a show and I'm like, yeah. oh, oh. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, you get I'm sure you get dragged to some places where you're just like, dude, like, what am I even going to talk about with these people? <laughs> like, I don't know. You, you asked me to like think of uh, uh, taps, taps oh. on the back. So I'm like, all right, let me think of something. I, I got do have something. I got something. But all right. uh, we can go. We can go. Oh, you know, we can do it now since you segued us. All right. All right. You, you love this song. It'll be nice for you to hear. Taps on the back. Taps on the Now that's a club that I can be at. Okay. <laughs> uh man. Uh, a lot of people probably know, and maybe some don't know. That you're the you're the one who put together all these drops. Yeah, you and Glenn were goofing around, and that one that one's a classic. Uh, Aaron I, Hodges. I, I had a great time with, with Glenn in the basement putting those together. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give some kudos to uh, Jordan Love. I watched this whole game last night, and <laughs> he was up against Patrick Mahomes, the standard of his position. Patrick Mahomes was 21 for 33 for 210 yards, one touchdown, one interception. That's fine. That's some Mitch Trubisky-looking numbers right there. Uh, Jordan Love, 25 for 36, 267 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, at home hosting the Chiefs, the one of the scariest teams in the league, and they uh, they beat them, and they look good doing it. So kudos to, uh, you know, there's all this chaos and furor around the Aaron Rodgers story and the drafting of Jordan Love, and none of that's his fault. He's just a kid <laughs> who was trying to play football. And so 
And then he goes to a place where, I mean, I've traveled, I'm in 50 States, man. And nobody cares as a group more about pro football than Wisconsin. They are into it. I mean, it is crazy. And I know he's been under fire this season and people are like, ah, he sucks and whatever. He looked great. He's, he's been hot, cold. He's been on and off, but he's got some, uh, He's got some potential, and I'm kind of rooting for him. I thought he looked great, so kudos, man. Kudos. How are they doing, the Packers? Are they doing okay? I don't know that off the top of my head. I think they're middle of the pack. I think they're like the bottom of the wild card race at who would be, who would be in at this point if you ended the season. Let me uh, – I'll look this up while we're sitting here. Are they one of the best mediocre teams? Yeah, they're. I think they're the, the bottom – they're like a lower middle class, you know what I mean? They're at the bottom of the group that's going to get into the playoffs is mm-hmm. what I think, is what I think okay. they are. Because oh. I think the Vikings are likely to be the the winner out of their um, – da, 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 why is this taking so long? Uh, the Vikings are likely to be the, the team out of that division. Uh, not the Vikings, the Lions. I'm dumb. Uh, Lions are 9-3. and three. Vikings and Packers are both 6-6. Six and six. So they're right on the cusp. They're if you're sh- if you're looking at one of those graphics on the sports shows, they're in the pile of in the hunt. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> the Lions at nine and three. That's I know, right? Incredible. Yeah, there's some crazy thing that's going around this weekend. It's been that hasn't happened since 1962. I think was the year. <laughs> wow, 62. I know, right? You that's weren't even time. born yet. I wasn't born yet. That's a long time ago. Well, I've never seen the – I mean, I've never seen a Lions team that was legit good. This is the first legit good Lions team I've I've ever seen. They were never good when – like in Barry Sanders' days, they were never good? No. They never want to – I saw they, them in the playoffs and stuff, no? They, I think there's some – there's the other crazy stat that we used to knock around. This one is uh, – the Lions won more playoff games in 1958 than since 1958. Or oh, like no, that. stop it. That's not no, it. that's a real stop thing. I, I'm not stop sure I have the year right, but that is a real stat. Uh, wow. they, I think they won one playoff game against the Cowboys in like the 90s. I think that's it. They have one playoff win in like 50 years. Wow. Yeah. They had, I, I mean, I was- with Barry, they were sometimes okay. And with Megatron and Stafford, they were okay, but they did they weren't any real part of a conversation to be in a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Is it weird that one of the first people I think of, probably the first one I think of after Barry Sanders, when I think about the Lions being good, is Scott Mitchell. Scott the Scott Mitchell, the is that a kicker? Lefty QB, yeah. Scott Mitchell. I don't know. I don't know that one. I think of all these like wideouts they whiffed on, all these Charlie Rogers kind of guys and Mike Williams and Scott Mitchell QB. What year was that? That's another fun thing to look up. I hope I have that right. Let me see if I can look that up. Scott Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you got it. <laughs> What year? Oh, he's born in 68. So he's a little, a hair older than me. Yeah. Okay. That was kind of, that was kind of in the era when I wasn't paying close attention yet. I'm Uh, looking at comments over here. I remember, I can't, I forgot how smart and funny the comments are sometimes. (laughs) 
<laughs> you can see them from where you are. Is this true? Yeah, I can see it. So, uh, is it Ewan? Ewan? Mead? Ewan? I think it's Ewan, but I'll, I don't know. Let him correct us. He says they lost to the Eagles 58 37 in the playoffs with Scott Mitchell at QB. Oh, wow. 58 37. 58. <laughs> in, the, in the 80s or 90s? <laughs> that must have been 90s. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Putting up 58 in the 90s is a serious beatdown. <laughs> Unless you were the Houston Oilers, right? Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> Uh, Kyle Jolink, he's a big lifelong uh, Lions fan. He's chiming in. 1991, they beat Dallas. The Barry teams are only okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of how I remembered that. Hmm. Jerry also says, loves numbers match Rodgers from his first season. Okay, all right. Well, they're in similar situations. They both had to sit for what in modern times is forever behind <laughs> someone else. Some other asshole. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's good. You gotta get do the press conference. You're like, I just am here to do what you know, do what's best for the team. <laughs> do they give out like these uh cliches for players to look at before they do interviews? Absolutely. You don't think that's part of their media training? It just absolutely like they just don't want him to get into a fucking paper story oh, of yeah. any kind. There's a reason they all say the same thing. It's I get it. I get it. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Uh, all right. Uh, we can uh, we can do another little, little thing that we do. Now it's time for which comes first. Oh, yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. Uh, coach firing? Your coach. You're, you're New York Giants. Oh. Or an Aaron Rodgers snap on an NFL field. Oh, that's a, that's a snap on uh, – that's Aaron Rodgers taking a snap on the NFL field for sure. Yeah? You guys hanging around? We're, we're, we're going to keep this guy? They're not going to fire him midseason, and it looks like Rodgers is hell-bent on getting back just to prove that he can, like, take an injection of, like, horse sperm and be superhuman or something. Like, I really don't understand. That dude just loves him some him. And <laughs> Love so, me some me. Is yeah, that Terrell be, Owens' quote? I think so. He'll be back. <laughs> he'll be back. Dable is not getting fired. I mean, he's going to ride that Tommy DeVito wave for as long as he can. And uh, so, yeah. Rogers all the way. All right. Well, go ahead. That's a good segue. Tell me about your Giants experience this year. I know you're not watching a lot, but there's buzz about that. I mean, the team was horrifically bad for the first month. And then it's yeah. been kind of uh, now they're back to average again. I don't know. Where are they? I don't know. I was I was watching the uh, maybe I, and I'm not even exaggerating. I think this was the worst game i've ever seen in the history of any competition that jets and giants game (laughs) totally unwatchable i i just sat there on my couch i think i was in a stupor from all the coaching and i just sat there and i fell asleep probably in the third quarter because it was just three and out and punt and then 
this is why, yeah, Dable not letting DeVito throw the ball at all in that game. I don't know if you remember that story. No. Um, so I was watching, yeah, the Giants had to lead, and it was just punt, 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 back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Literally, I, I don't think DeVito threw the ball once. If he did, it was like after I fell asleep, but <laughs> – it it was raining and it was nasty and it was like you know here's Devito third string quarterback and it'd be third and eleven and they would run the ball, you know, <laughs> and then if it didn't work they just punt it and they were playing the field position game because the Jets were doing jack shit on offense so they were just like we're gonna run the clock out and that's it and I really thought if he was gonna get fired it would be shortly after that. Because that was embarrassing. Um, and I haven't watched much after that because I, honestly, I, I mean, cool. I like the Tommy DeVito story. You know, he's a, it's nice. It's cool. He lives close to where I used to live up north, Jersey. Um, so you root for that for sure. Like, a, you know, a Jersey local guy who's the quarterback of the New York Giants all of a sudden. Oh, and yeah. They're, and they're winning. <clears throat> What's not to love about that? You gotta love right. that. Um, so I do. Doesn't mean I'm watching, but I still love the story. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just don't yeah. think they're worth watching if uh, if Barkley's not playing, and he's been injured for most of the season. So I, yeah, for me, it's it's not worth it to watch if Barkley's not in there. Right. I do feel like there there's some hope. There's some pieces that are there. I think Jalen Hyatt's going to prove to be a really good player long run, but you know, it's just chaos right now. And I, I, I have to say as a, he's one of the wideouts, he's like the rookie wideout from uh, Tennessee, I believe it's on the giants. Um, okay. I've kind of been keeping my eye on him in, in dynasty fantasy formats. That's why I even know about him. I think he's going to be, he has a shot at being really good someday, but right now he's just in a pile of dudes who, aren't being thrown the ball. <laughs> and I will say yeah. as a Falcons fan, I spent the first month of the season screaming at the television, throw the fucking ball. What year is it in your game plans? And then one game they threw the ball a lot. And I was like, don't throw the ball. I was like, you can't throw the ball. You suck at throwing the ball. Stop doing that. <laughs> so I understand the hide the quarterback move because I've witnessed it. And then I've seen them unhide them. And then I'm like, no, go back to hiding him. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I have some empathy for that. But uh, yeah, my team. I just, I can't believe they're in first place. It doesn't make any sense. The they're division, in first place. They're they're six and six, and they have sole possession of first place. In their <laughs> he says sole possession like Gollum. I know, right? Sole <laughs> possession. The precious. <laughs> there, here it is. Uh, Buccaneers are five and seven. Saints are five and seven. Panthers are one and eleven. So it's just a. It's like you guys. It's like your division from a few years back where they just like all four of them were bad at the same time. Right. Or the Patriots of uh, Tom Brady's years. Yeah, right. Yeah. Some so nerve that guy has talking smack about how the league is mediocre now, right? Yeah, it's off-putting. I'm sure that it's a little mm -hmm. bit out of context, but still, you shouldn't he knows better than to say something that could be grabbed out of a pile of things. <laughs> you know, like, wow, that's his, that's his job now, right? <laughs> I guess. We yeah. haven't seen him do that yet. Is he going to be great at that job? 
I don't know. I thought it was really awkward to see him. Uh, I think it was last year during the World Cup when they made or the Women's World Cup where they like made him do like some pregame speech. And I was like, oh, man, this is what a contractual obligation looks like. This sucks. <laughs> I didn't see that. That makes me want to look it up. <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, I think I got so excited about uh, which comes first. I forgot to let you do your test. <laughs> Oh, that's okay. I was I was gonna do uh, Travis Etienne. Um, he, he's been really great for me fantasy wise, um, and I just kind of like took a chance. I was like, you know, I I think I like this guy, I like this this player type, right? And right. he hasn't really broken out yet. So I was like, all right, I'm a, I'm just gonna grab this guy, and he's the number three ranked running back in our league. So I'm like, I guess I did all right with that one. I know you well, and I are you're scrambling for the same couple of uh, <laughs> like fifth or sixth playoff spots if I if I if I remember right. Yep. You know we're kind of in the mix there to make the playoffs, but might we got one more? Ga- I mean tonight Etienne's tonight. I have him in a different league, so that's why I know that. But uh, I feel like that the All Pro Lines um, fantasy league is Susan's world, and we're all just living in it. <laughs> it's. Crazy. Crazy how well she does year after year after year. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she sniped me. I wanted to get uh I wanted to get Lamar Jackson and she picked right in front of me. It's like yoink. I'm like, oh yep. ah, yep, she does that. Yeah, she does that. Um yeah, so good luck in that league, but not too much luck. I need to. I might need you to lose this week, as a matter of fact, now that I'm thinking about it. Well, it would be very can... helpful to me and my hopes and dreams if you if you manage to. I certainly yeah. respect that. The only thing that I could possibly do <laughs> to, to help you out with that would be to bench Etienne tonight, but that would go against a lot of um, couth, I ethics, guess, ethics ego. for the for the fantasy. The, the rest the rest of the league probably wouldn't be happy with that. That's right? probably right. Yeah, you probably yeah. better play him just to be safe. <laughs> but he's got a rib thing, right? So maybe they don't push him too much. He does. He's got the well, he's got the thing McCaffrey had that ended up not being a thing. So it's hopeful. I'm not a oh okay. I'm not a doctor, but it just what uh, what was it? The um oblique. It's an oblique injury, I believe. Does that happen when you have abs? It's yeah. I, th- I don't know that I can get an oblique injury. I'm not. Really- <laughs> don't you have to have obliques to injure? <laughs> uh, I don't know much, but I, I met, when a running back is hurt and it's not knees or ankles, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be fine. It's fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they have like rib cages they can put over them, right? Yeah. yeah it's like take some, do the thing with the shot, take some Advil. You're fine. Your your oblique hurts. I'm not interested. Carry on. Don't well, you have to have a thing to injure the thing? I got no obliques. What are you talking about? <laughs> talking. It's very New Jersey. <laughs> um, what about? Uh, tell us more about you, man. What about? Uh, what about the the albums and the recording? And are we gonna do an album? Where we get we're gonna we're gonna do one here at some point this next few months? Let's do something. Yeah, let's do it, man. So yeah, we talked about it a little bit. I know you're you're gearing up for it pretty soon. I'm I'm ready whenever you are, my man. Okay, we'll find a we'll find a location. I've got one that's possible, and we'll figure it out. Maybe maybe you fly in and we do some recordings and 
drink some beers and hang out. Yeah, let's make a whole trip out of it. That'd be cool. Yeah, but I'll take you somewhere fancy like Peoria, Illinois. That's kind of what I'm thinking. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you touched on that. If that's the spot, I'd be happy because you've talked about it so much. It sounds magical. Like it's, it's there's something kind of magical about the club because it's no reason that it should work or still be there, but it's run by a menshi dude who loves stand up and uh, he's just been hanging every time i work that club i think i should take a picture because it might not be here by the time i come back <laughs> <in it. laughs> that's been like 20 years of that it's it's a tiny <laughs> tiny town to have a multi-night comedy it, it it shouldn't work and somehow it works and the people who come are great and the layout's good and it's a little gritty it's one of those places you don't want to see with the lights on it's one of those kind of you know oh wow yeah it used to have a strip club next door that burned down and now, and it, and it had a, uh, a, a dirt like racetrack across the street. What? <laughs> I know. <laughs> this, those are the three like entertainment <laughs> destinations out on the outskirts of Peoria, Illinois. <laughs> and I think the dirt track is shut down. The strip clubs burned to the ground. And I think the comedy club is the last thing out there. Oh my God, that I, I would never, if you were pitting them up against each other and you said, which one <laughs> goes first? I would say the comedy club. That's amazing. Everyone yeah. would have bet on the comedy club to be gone yeah. first. Yeah. Wow. And if he someday burned it to the ground and made $400 and left town, that would make, make perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I just watched Goodfellas <laughs> the other day. So, you know, <laughs> familiar with that move. <laughs> uh all right. It's so funny because I, in the old days, when I first started dating Krista, she was busting my balls because I would, I would take her to gigs once in a while. And they were always in these very pedestrian middle American towns, which is where I'm known, you know? And finally, uh, I was always kidding her. I was like, well, why don't you take me to one of your gigs? And she did. Right. She took me to fucking Brazil. I'm like, oh, oh. okay. Oh. And what another, she had a speaking engagement in Spain. I'm like, all right, yours, your gigs are sexier. I, I I see it. You're right. Yeah, I can recall uh, you mentioned Erie, and it brought up some memories for me. Oh, right. <laughs> what was the name of that club? Is that where you're going again? I don't know. It's not. In fact, that club I don't think is still I, – I think in on paper it still exists, but they don't do shows on a regular basis. It was called, it's called JR's Last Laugh. I was just going to say, it's a junior's last laugh, I think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, That's, yeah. That was the first time I've ever seen a colostomy bag live and in person. <laughs> That's your takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly. I mean, I remember like you were nice enough to let me open up for you, which is ridiculous because I was like <laughs> brand. I was like a an embryo in doing stand-up comedy. And uh, <laughs> it was a it was a good learning experience for me. I did okay, but mostly not great. But um <laughs> The enduring memory of the club, besides like, and I'm not saying this to kiss your ass, but watching you work like three days in a row was pretty cool. Um, and watching how you changed things up and played with things. I, I remember that, like studying you kind of hard and just trying to learn what I could. Oh, um, cool. But besides that, <laughs> it was, I don't know which show it was, but it was after one of the shows. Some guy, I it must have been like we did the radio show the one night, 
And I think it was the show after that, because I think he got the free tickets or whatever that they gave away to promote the thing. So, so he's talking to me about that at the bar. And he's like, he had some some bag on his hip. And I was just like, I had no idea what it was. And he told me what it was. And he showed me what it was. And I was just like, I, this is comedy? <laughs> what am I doing here? In that is Erie, comedy. Pennsylvania, staring at a colostomy bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I remember a handful of things. One was... The hotel was walkable, but it was a little sketchy. Do you remember the hotel being a little like, eh, it's fine. Like you had to kind of wince to be like, it's fine. A little, yeah, a little, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I remember you and I planned to go. And then last minute we figured out on the calendar that my wife and I had to try to procreate. So she yep. had to come with. Yep. And it, and it was, which made it a little weird to drive that far with the three of us. A little bit. And then, of course, when you're with a woman or a girlfriend or a wife or whatever, you notice a little extra that the hotel is sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Because you know she was sitting back and she didn't say, she probably said something because she spoke her mind. But <laughs> even if she wasn't. <laughs> You know she's thinking it, and you're just in your head the whole time, like, "Oh God, she's she thinks this suck. This sucks. This is terrible." I went to a I went to an Airbnb. I had a similar situation recording an album. This was right before COVID in San Francisco, and I was trying to save a few bucks, get a cheap uh, Airbnb, and it turns out that it's like a hostel. Oh, super cheap, extra super cheap. cheap. Yeah, and I yeah. was like. And I brought Alex came with me. And so we got there and Kostaki, there was pubic hair on the toilet. And the bed sheet was off the bed. It was like one corner was off the bed. And there was like space eaters. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm so cheap, man. I I, I was like, I even I was just like, I need to. We should. We should get another spot. I. We should. I don't even care about. The, we should get another spot, right? But we stuck it out, and I can't believe that we stuck it out because this is the. This was disgusting. But so the eerie, the eerie hotel was not quite that bad. Right. But yeah, I do remember it being a little sketchy. <laughs> well, I was by myself. I was right. by myself. I didn't have a lady, so it was fine. Right. So that's the thing. Like, I mean, I've stayed, I mean, I've been doing this for almost 30 years. I stay wherever. I don't blink too much about it. But when you're with a girl, then you're like, you're showing her what your life is like, you know, out here in the in the right. gritty. You know, you kind of because the range of hotel rooms is so big. Sometimes you go, yikes. And sometimes you're like, why would they put me in a place this nice? You know, like it doesn't make yeah. sense the other way. Like this place is crazy, crazy nice. You know, she's like, ew, this man wants me to have a baby with him. <laughs> is it, we're going to bring a baby into this world? Of <laughs> this is the world. <laughs> Disgusting hotel rooms and colostomy bags. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Driving to a gig, not flying, driving. Eight hours. Long. Eight yeah. hour drives, driving too long to a place and getting there and going, oh, all right, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, let's do, uh, let's do one more segment, my friend. All this right. one's short. This is just a fun sub, uh, fact that I found. 
All right, all right, kids, put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. The Patriots made NFL history this week. First time in the Super Bowl era, a team lost three straight games while allowing 10 or fewer points. So they, they kept the other team to 10 or fewer points, three games in a row, and lost all of them. Wow. Isn't that interesting? And SportsCenter last night had some extra version of this stat where all of the uh, other team, all the other times that's happened out of like 60 times that the teams won. And somehow <laughs> the Patriots lost all three of these. Um, this is the first time this particular sequence of things, three in a row like this, has happened since 1938. With what team? We'll make it a two-parter. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. <laughs> With what team? Oh, man. What teams were even around? I know. That's exactly – I thought it might be fun to knock it around because when I saw the team name, I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, okay. Um, wow. I'm not going to get it then. That's for sure. Um, it's, a, it's a mascot, you know, in a different city. There's a hint. Yeah? Is yeah. it a mammal? No, it is not a mammal. It's not a mammal. <laughs> Why did that uh, take me a minute to remember? <laughs> I'm like, live birth, breastfeeding. No, it's not a mammal. <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking biology class. No, uh, that's hilarious. No, not a mammal. It lays eggs. That's, that helped me okay, remember so that's not a mammal. So it's a bird. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, is it a bird of prey? Does it have... I don't know the answer to that. A I imagine beak. it eating seeds. When I imagine it eating, I think it's seeds, but I'm no expert. Is it? Oh, I so I might be cheating because I saw the comment. Uh, St. <laughs> Louis Cardinals? That is very close. It's the Cardinals. But in 1938, they weren't in St. Louis yet. They were in mm. some other city. That's what I thought was interesting about this. Okay. Where any, were the Cardinals? Any idea? Impossibly. Uh... Uh, Tom Bernard, the host of a radio show in Minneapolis, knew this today. I was like, what? The Chicago Cardinals. Wow. I know. That's why I was like, I never even knew that. I mean, no, they moved around, but I didn't know they were in Chicago. Yeah. And in 38, because I think the, the, the Bears came to Chicago in the 20s. So I guess for a while there was more than one Chicago team. And the Bears said, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so to speak. Ron That's Milford. interesting. Ron Milford says <laughs> Chicago Cardinals. Look at this. People know this kind of stuff. It's amazing. Oh, he said it? Ron, see, Ron knows stuff. He either knows stuff because he's 100 years old. Uh-huh. Or he's really quick with the Google. He's really he's weirdly not as old as he sounds based on his knowledge base, but he retains all the weird. He's like an almanac for football from his youth. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what you have to hold on to when you're a Vikings fan. <laughs> Tom Bernard, also a Vikings fan. So maybe that's what's happening there. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> that makes sense. I feel like Brian Miller would know that too. <laughs> 
So, my friend, we are approaching the end here. Where do people find out more uh, uh, Aaron Hodges stuff? Maybe some uh, some albums from You Lucky Dog Productions or whatever you want to promote, my friend. Yeah, youluckydogproductions.com. Uh, check out the, the albums and stream them, buy them. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, I'm not really active on the socials anymore. But, uh, you know, the only Aaron Hodges on Instagram? I don't know. You want to say hello? <laughs> It was really good to see some um, old faces and names and comments and jokes and all that stuff. Ronald so, Schultz just now jumping in. Yeah, yeah. Some of the some of the names you know. Tony Tony Hoffer and Jerry Oliver and Ron Milford. It's cool. It's cool. It's Thank so you guys awesome, for man. coming in. Thank you for having me. It's great to see you, buddy. Don't be a stranger. Come back. Tell us some more soccer tales, you know, sometime again. <laughs> soccer tales. Sounds fun. <laughs> I will, man, for sure. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Aaron Hodges. We, 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 wouldn't, we wouldn't be here without Aaron Hodges. I mean, I don't even know how to edit stuff. I just using the template that you handed me a year ago. So thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. It's been fun to continue to do this. And uh, I miss you more than you think. Certainly <laughs> way beyond that. Well, well, I appreciate it, man. Play some music and then fade us out. See, this is one of the things I struggle with. <laughs> See right there, I was fading slowly, but it sounded like a fast fade. <laughs> it did See, sound a little jumpy. That's an example of something that I miss. <laughs> it's tough to do, you know, with the mouse, the the the, the finger, the mouse finger. It's tough. You got to be real delicate. It's very tricky. Wait, we'll see. It really should come in. It's not doesn't follow very it's more like steering a boat like you got to plan ahead yeah and by the time you realize you're going to hit the dock it's too late to turn this feels like the titanic is this how all the episodes end now <laughs> not traditionally <laughs> what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.